On this episode, Morgan Smurfy Stewart stops by to ruin our lives with Kablooey. Kablooey! Was that necessary? <laughs> that wasn't necessary. <laughs> Goldman. I'm Jason Edwards, and oh, who's that He's sitting with us digitally inside my living room here in the, the uh. in the flesh? <laughs> the, 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 it's me. It's Morgan Stewart <laughs> in the thing. <laughs> Morgan Murphy Stewart. Off to a great start here with the weather. <laughs> how is the, how is the weather where you are, Morgan? Oh, it's 65 in winter. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's, us too. Let's pull back the curtain a little bit. I know you all were fooled by that hilarious uh, bit of misdirection and stagecraft, but Morgan's not actually in the room with us. This is our That's first true. ever, um, what I'm going to call the digital, digital get down episode. <laughs> is, where is that, I was not asked if that was appropriate. Well, when you can't oh, get together not. naturally... We can still get together on a digital screen, and that's what we're doing right now. We're we're podcasting across the globe. Well, not the globe. Cybering. Yes, saying. yeah. Well, that's that's a good term cybering. for it. Cybering. Um, we're very strong on the cyber. Yeah, sure. We've cybered. We're <laughs> podcasting across the East Coast. Morgan, Morgan is in North Carolina, scenic. That's scenic true. Boone, North Carolina. I live with the bears. <laughs> so, Morgan, um, yeah. you are are a, you are a, a unusual guest in many ways for us. Uh, yeah, the enemy of the podcast. The uh, outspoken critic, <laughs> a, a, advocate against the podcast. It's fair to say. I hate it. Hate it. And you also are the first. Um, well, you're the first guest we've had that's not currently living with one of us. But so Morgan and I have just explained the uh, the, the riveting, fast-paced comedic chemistry you're all doing right now. <laughs> Morgan and I have known each other for a, ser- a series of years, longer than the o series two. of years we lived together. Yeah, oh two, we're the big, this is our 15-year anniversary. Hot damn. Hot Dang. damn. Seems like just yesterday we were celebrating the old tin cup. I know, man. Which is the 10-year anniversary. As Them well years, now. they do fly. And time. Morgan That's had less hair and you had more hair. Oh, in the past. In the past. Jason had a lot of hair. I wonder, Don't be fooled. I wonder when it was that we sort of met each other on the like graph of of hair. Like I the would line say probably graph. like about twenty uh, twenty oh nine. That sounds about right. Yeah. It, oddly, that was that was when we were both our. our well, I don't know how you feel about your hair right now. I feel like my hair was at <laughs> its best at that point. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think I think it uh, my hair didn't really take for a while. <laughs> it's to me that this joke doesn't really work because no one knows what you guys look like. I mean, I'm not joking right now. We're just getting real in depth about the whole hair situation. Uh, if you imagined a Napoleon complex, uh, that's what I look like. <laughs> Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing on the inside. I know. That's I, fair. I was trying to think of a better joke, but I can't think of one. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So now that we all know each other so well, Morgan, what are you here to talk about today? Uh, That'd be uh, the absolutely perfect film, Kablooey. Mm -hmm, The 2007 Uh, indie dramedy comedy. Well, slash, slash, 
slash superhero origin story. Yes. Directed Scott by Scott Pendergrass. Scott Pendergrass. Scott Pendergrass. Gast? Pendergast. Pender- Pendergast? Oh, it's all the same. I thought it was Pendergrass. He's, d- he's done nothing else. So No, he's um <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm spoiling the rest of the show here. So But anyway, the- uh Kablooey is a flawless motion picture. And you should all check it out from your local blockbuster as soon as possible. That's, that's all I got a, to say about it. So act. I'm off the show. <laughs> okay. It's great talking well, to you guys. It's good having you. Uh, in our next half hour, we're, we're going to have Buster Rhymes <laughs> uh, Mark in the Mayer show. here to tell us about all the ways we uh, ruined his career. <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been trying to get Kelsey to start uh, doing Mark Maron-style intros where we just ramble about how shitty our lives are. I'd be so much more into a lot of that. Boy, I, boy, boy! I tell you, I was I'm just out there watching people. Things are going on, man. The shadow government is real. Okay, people are, we're out here bumping into each other. I don't know if it's gonna work out. <laughs> my cat, my fucking cat. I lost my I cat. And I'm sad all the time and angry. Uh, anyway, Kablooey uh, Kablooey. is a great movie. Do you want to describe the plot of Kablooey loosely? Okay, here's what happens. Here's what happens in Kablooey. So, uh, <laughs> Salmon is a guy, uh, as we all know. And, um, you know, he's down his luck. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's a loser. Maybe some would call him a loser. Th- this movie is about the uh, post-dot-com bust, the Iraq war, uh, domestic problems. It has it all. There's nothing this movie doesn't resolve. <laughs> there's, no mo- there's no question this movie doesn't have answers to if you're living in 2007. Kablooey, the movie that healed a nation. It should have. Damn it. The 10-year it anniversary. Could. It still can. There's That's still right, time. Yeah. It actually uh, was filmed in 2005. Really? Little, little known fact. Yeah. I mean, I assume it was filmed over um, two years, weekends worth <laughs> uh, of, of shooting time. time. Yeah, exactly. Whenever, <laughs> whenever the, the homes and buildings they shot in weren't being used by their actual yeah. owners. Scott Printergrass actually kept his hair the same way for years. <laughs> it's amazing things people would do to really inhabit a role like that. It's true. It's true. But yeah, that's uh, that's the basic plot. This guy has to come uh, to his brother's wife's house to basically babysit their kids uh, while he is in Iraq because their tours have just been extended, as you may remember happening when you were 14. He ends up uh, sort of having to put on a costume and give out flyers for... Uh, uh, office space on the side of a lonely dirt road, uh, and 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 the people he meets along the way. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's all about the journey. This movie's flawless, and it's a it has a very funny uh, suit. He has a very funny suit. Very funny suit. Let me tell you about here. Here's here's how I got interested in this movie. Uh, in in two thousand eight or so, uh, Jason and I and my various ex girlfriends. Would go to <laughs> Blockbuster, and uh, and I kept seeing uh, this one particular movie with the funny looking blue guy on the cover, and uh, and I went and watched the trailer. It looked great, and every week I'd be like, Jason, we gotta get that's the movie we gotta get, and he would con- consistently say, We're not getting that movie just because you think the cover looks funny. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. This that's a, stupid. This is a constant theme in me and Morgan's relationship: is me <laughs> uh, stepping into 
whenever I do step in to put my foot down and say, no, I'm not doing this. It's a waste of time. and It's not going to be funny. I'm always wrong. But whenever you go along with it, it's always very stupid. Yeah, so you see, uh, it, it's sort of a back and forth. <laughs> anyway, uh, we finally got it, and uh, it made everyone everyone in the room uh, cried hysterically, and uh, we all clapped, uh, and we watched it 12 more times. It's the best movie of all time. <laughs> because the cover is just an image of... A sad blue man. <laughs> Salmon in, inside the blue costume. Mm. And the it's hard to really communicate why this movie works without being able to show... <laughs> the costumes i'm just gonna assume anyone listening please just like it's not gonna blow your mind but just look up the picture of just link to it i'll link it's okay, okay i'll link if to you it. remember if you remember aim you had the yellow running man <laughs> oh shit oh wow oh. if you if you made the aim guy's head three times bigger than his body and made him look very sad and blue that is exactly what kabooey looks it's like. kind of like yeah it's like the aim running guy yeah, combined with the um, Marvin the paranoid android from the and 2005 <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide movie, and he's yeah, exactly, but he's exactly, exactly like. but he's blue. Just and uh, and that's it. He <laughs> has no facial features. He has no fingers, no legs, nothing. Just a blue body, Your an legs. enormous, enormous blue head. <laughs> in the in the world of the film, he's not. Actually, a character. He's just the logo for this Blue Nection for Blue Nection, a made-up software company that's gone belly up more or less in the dot-com bust of the mid thousands. Or I guess just well, the dot-com bust was earlier than that, wasn't it? That was like the early two thousands. I think there were two. I may be wrong. Probably. I mean, the economy was not great throughout that whole decade, so we can just assume it takes place somewhere around there. Yeah, but It it was. yeah, you're right. Yeah, but then it, it, the character is given life when the mm, character of Salmon yes. uh, takes this job putting on a suit and handing out flyers for office space on the <laughs> side of the road in the middle of nowhere. And it's like the movie up to that point, like it takes about 20 minutes 20, for, the, for him yeah. to get to the point where he puts on the costume. Up to that point, oh, it's, it's, it's... No like, one cared about him until he put on the mask. <laughs> up to that point, it's, it's, it's okay. Like it's not offensive. It's it's setting it it's setting up the dominoes. It's it, setting up exactly. It's the dominoes. It's, it's masterful the way it puts all the pieces into play. Yeah, the first twenty minutes are a very annoying domestic uh, comedy, uh, and then it just segues into comedy? sheer brilliance. <laughs> and it's very overscored too. There's a lot of like, where are the kids? They're both naked. Oh no, they're outside. Oh, that's Salmon. Okay. So you said overscored, and what I what I think you meant to say was perfectly scored. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot that, that Kablooey is a perfect film. I would say that this is less a movie and more <laughs> an ecstatic exploration of that costume. It's more and of a, a it's more of an art piece than an actual yeah. narrative film in a way. There is not one thing set up by this movie that doesn't pay off in a hilariously funny bit. That's it's not one single thing. That's actually, I mean, you're not far off from the, I mean, I can't tell how, how real you're being right now, but you're not I'm wrong. So, so real. Pretty much every, every character that he meets along the way, even the, the, the minor characters you think will be one-off jokes of people he sits next to on the bus, like those characters come back and... Integral parts yes, of the story. And you either like intersect with the, with the main plot or just reflect his journey towards heroism. You're so good. 
No, seriously, that's not a bit. Every <laughs> single minor character, except for the security guard, that's true, uh, has an important part to play in the overall story, and they all... Oh, God, it's so good. I can't even... And it. but it does it, the movie really feels like and I don't mean this as a slight because I, I love Kablooey as a movie but it's it you can it really feels like they made this costume and said okay what can we do with this because they looked at it and saw how funny it was and they saw that they, they thought the world will will understand <laughs> and and they did the world does All... understand it when when you show it to them if you if <laughs> yeah. the problem is the the word didn't get out enough. the word the word did not escape uh California where it was filmed and. <laughs> debuted <laughs> and, and did not receive a theatrical release now this um this is another question that i'm i know the answer to before i'm asking it but do you have any rituals around kablooey like i know you've watched it many times because i've been with you <laughs> most of those times but what sort of like leads you to put this movie back on uh sometimes when you're feeling real good you're like yeah let's uh let's bring it down a notch Sometimes when you're feeling uh, real down, you're like, hey, let's bring it up a notch. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes you're just feeling all right, and you're like, let's stay right here. Let's stay right here. Uh, it could be any of those three things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blue is a little bit like heroin then. <laughs> yeah, I need it, and I, I got to have it. Just gotta, and, you know, I, it makes me feel all right. I just need to, I need to level me out, man. I need, I need to be even. <laughs> what the just happened over there. I, I accidentally hit the bottom <laughs> of our table an with, anvil? My, with my beer bottle. <laughs> Is that a new bit where you drop an anvil when a when I fail to make a Uh-oh. successful joke? <laughs> oh, I just saw that pop up on the Audacity <laughs> it's really audio good. tracker, I hear it. and it's it's ugly. It's real ugly. <laughs> it's really good on my end. <laughs> I can only imagine how it is on your end. You should do that whenever the conversation is derailed. Just drop. <laughs> Oh, that sound means it's time for a change of topic. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I watch Kabooey like once a month, so you know I can feel pretty much anything, <laughs> okay. and I'm down with it. Now, what is your favorite moment from Kabooey? I know it's hard to pick uh, just okay. one. They're they're, they're no, like a, a million beautiful easy. infants. But so so uh, little known fact: Lisa Kudrow is in this movie. Uh, fresh <laughs> little off known of, fact: li- fresh off of Friends. Uh, and so is basically every actor uh, who was popular in 2007, inexplicably. I guess this guy was like, a lot of people owed favors to Scott Pendergrass, I guess. It seems that way. Um, he wrote for Celebrity Deathmatch a lot, and I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe some favors got called in for that. But um, there's a scene, spoilers, very end of the movie. Uh, spoilers for the whole entire movie. Uh, so he and uh, Kablooey, that is, and Mr. Fromage or, as you know, her girl from Westworld, uh, end up sort of catching this guy cheating on the girl that he's cheating with, who happens to be Lisa Kudrow. Anyway, uh, it's it's uh, it's Salmon's brother's wife, who's been cheating with this business executive, and then the business executive cheats on her with someone else. Anyway, uh, Kablooey finds out about it. He goes and gets Mr. Fromage, and they take pictures, and there's a big emotional climax and everything. And then uh, Lisa Kudrow gets pissed off and smacks Salmon over the face, and, and her whole life is sort of crumbling down around her. And there's this very long tracking shot where she's just, like, sort of ha- harriedly walking down the sidewalk some fucking random town. And there's a McDonald's in the background, and everything is just like, it looks like your hometown. 
and uh, you know Lisa Kudrow, she's walking in at first. She's she's real f- fucked up and she's pissed off, and then she she looks back at Salmon, and it sort of all just comes back at her, and she starts breaking down as she's uh, she's walking away from this hotel, and uh, and her expression just changes to this like where she she's just completely crushed, and uh, and Salmon comes up to her, and they have this this big moment. Fantastic! It's the, it's uh, it's an actual emotional climax, and uh, it works on every level. It's perfect. This movie is fantastic. You should watch it tomorrow, and uh, that's a great scene. It's the best scene. It's it's the best scene. Maybe second uh, would be uh, the children's party because it gets <laughs> really, really, really real for a moment. Uh, and it, I don't know. This fucking movie's great. I, I'm I'm a little su- I'm a little surprised you picked that scene as your favorite, but I'm not super surprised because when I rewatched it um, to show Kelsey and some of our other friends, I, that did stand out to me as really. It's sort of a different mood from the rest of the movie. I mean, it doesn't feel out of place, but it's it's very well, it's a long shot. It's very restrained, but it's yeah. it, it, it's, it's so quiet. It's quiet, and it really zeroes in on Lisa Kudrow's character, who was sort of could easily have been a very Oh yeah, shrill, unlikable, un like unimportant piece. She's of a victim plot of machinery. circumstance. Yeah, she's uh, you understand like you you get why she is so messed up and upset in her life and why she would yeah. have this affair. She's she's almost the main character. Uh, she definitely has the the biggest arc. Um, and I I will say, I think the movie's best strength is that uh, despite the weirdness of which it is full of. It is full of weirdness. It's it's very sincere, and uh, and that's something I really have come to appreciate a lot recently. And uh, that moment with Lisa Kudrow and uh, you know Scott Prendergast in the Kablooey costume still, um, I don't know. It it really uh, it really highlights that for me. And then you mentioned the uh, children's party scene where a yes. woman has sort of found. Kablooey on the side of the road one day and, and offers yes. him money to do a children's party because her children are so enamored with this giant, awkward, blue man they see every day. I, the scene where he walks up to the car <laughs> and it just goes in slow motion as these kids look on in heavenly awe <laughs> as this grotesque blue behemoth approaches their fucking station wagon and he just peers into the window and the children are, are literally looking into the face of God. <laughs> and it's just, you just hear his footsteps just... It's amazing. It's flawless. And then it's he, he actually goes to the party, and when the kids see him, they they start screaming and yelling in joy, and they run up around him and just swarm him as if he's the best thing they've ever seen. And he's not <laughs> doing anything. He's just walking around in his costume very slowly. <laughs> he does nothing. He sits down. Is the like prolonged pause before any of the kids do anything? <laughs> <laughs> just staring as if to see. Is this true? Is it really the best thing that's ever happened? Is the blue man here? <laughs> is the blue man really here? <laughs> is this the real and, blue And in man? that way, the children are us, the audience. Yeah, the viewers. Inexplicably <laughs> enamored with this giant, stupid blue thing. They just want to hug. He looks so sad. He looks so sad. <laughs> he's so sad. And then, we, and then, like, when he's, like, walking around the empty office building later on, he's, like, weirdly menacing. Yes, he's horrifying. <laughs> there's so many things you can do with a giant blue thing. I know. There's, it's so easy. I mean, this is... Basic. An aesthetic exploration. This is this is basic movie. This is basic 
you know, writing. But there's a lot. You 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 we project a lot onto this giant blue face. He's a neutral mask. True. We see ourselves in him. Yeah. Or we see America as as it was, as she was. <laughs> in two thousand. I'm sorry about that one. In two thousand five, <laughs> two thousand six, whenever this takes place. Long it, may the flag wave. It's sort of it's sort of amazing to me. It's sort of <laughs> I I love how much of the plot that builds up like that supports the whole kablooey character is all about these very serious and heavy issues that like are very real like to to our country at that point in time it's just sort of like it's i mean it, it's probably there's more thought put into it than this i'm sure but it feels like when you're just sort of free writing and you're just sort of bullshitting your way to like like you know fill out the holes in your story yeah. And you accidentally like like spit out the realest shit possible. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, exactly what. Because the stuff just... that's on top of your mind is the stuff that you're like sort of like subconsciously like working on all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think Scott Pendergrass found this blue suit or had it made or something, and then was like, "I'm gonna build a movie around this." <laughs> and like his yeah. mother was in the army. We think. Yeah, if you watch the, spe- <laughs> the the special thanks at the end, he thanks like Major Pendergrass. Like it seems like his brother oh, yeah. really was in his, the army. His family is in some of his short movies. I think that guy is. Have you seen his short movies? Uh, I saw one of them. Really? Uh, he plays a creepy albino in like three movies. Oh, that's mm-hmm. an albino specifically. Like a different character in different other people's movies or in his own short films in in his and other people's movies that's odd i believe if i'm not mistaken he is in uh uh the hottie and the naughty playing creepy (laughs) playing an albino uh don't take my word for that i absolutely believe that i i don't even need to check that i i am certain that's true yeah it is by the way (laughs) i just did (laughs) So even you weren't going to take your word for it. Mm. I never do. <laughs> I never do. He actually, there's a uh, there's a commentary track you can only get from the website. That's just him. <laughs> really? It's, yeah, it's just him and Lisa Kudrow hanging out. And it's definitely worth a listen for you uh, Kablooey aficionados out there. Um, but uh, he, he talks about uh, the actual origin was he was just, you know, fucking around on his bicycle, and uh, the where Google's headquarters are now is where this is actually filmed, but it was completely empty at the time. I think it was something to do with AOL. I can't remember. Oh wow! But uh, he just stumbled onto this giant empty complex and was like, huh, "America's fucked," and then <laughs> <laughs> wrote this movie. It's really maybe that's why Kablooey looks like he does. <laughs> if yeah. it was like an AOL complex, yeah. That's, uh, does he explain the origin of the suit? Because, I mean, there's there's several creators of the suit credited in the credits. Yeah, there's like three, but three it re- groups. It really feels like he just found it, but I'm sure he must have like had it made. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> in, 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 in a better world, people would be swarming him at at. at comic book conventions asking him these questions and there'd be kablooey yeah. cosplay why does nobody well, cosplay as kablooey <laughs> i have put effort into it but it, it, it's difficult um <laughs> i think i can answer that question uh, somewhat uh, with a story about our friend luke taylor luke taylor yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, our friend luke went as kelsey do you know Rice the boy. Uh, uh i thought it was sack boy 
Oh, it's like, yeah, you're right. What, what is that game, Little Big Planet from the PS3? Yeah. It was a sort of a, I don't even know what kind of game it is, but the, the iconic main character is like a little doll man with like cute button eyes and a giant <laughs> square head. And our friend Luke went as him for Halloween one year to the like enormous Halloween celebration that happens in Chapel Hill every year. Okay. And he, oh God. he made this great like suit, like it's like looks like he's made of yarn, and a big like it was like it was like a like an upside down trash can that he like built yeah. the head structure around, but it was huge and it looked great. But all night, all these drunken college students like would walk up to him and like and yell, "What are you?" and punch him in the side of the head. <laughs> His he, he nearly bled from the eyes. It yeah, was, uh... people were like that was that that was the order: confusion and anger. And and violence. So, I think the they were Hill, so upset by it. I think the Chapel Hill Halloween celebration is probably the wrong place to d- debut that costume. It's the wrong place to, to do anything, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, the honest answer is that no one has seen this movie, so no one would think to mm. do it. More but people should see this movie. He <laughs> was active. His <laughs> He has a Facebook page for this movie. Um, Scott does. Mr. Pendergrast. Are you guys and he friends? W- he was active on that uh, web web zone for nearly for nearly eight years, just promoting this movie. I'm pretty sure I saw an update from the Kablooey web uh, Facebook page like not too many years ago. Yeah, you're right. And it's like the saddest thing when you see an old movie update on Facebook. <laughs> tag it when you put it. On. It was I it was joyous for me. <laughs> yeah, we gotta be careful what we say because I have a feeling this is the first thing we've done where the creator. Almost definitely will hear what we're saying right now. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Pendergrass, uh, when the Powerball craze swept the nation a year ago, I made a pledge that if I had one, I was going to give you $20 million to make another movie. I don't give a shit what you make. I, I just wanted to see it. You don't even, you don't even care if it's Kablooey 2. It doesn't have to be Kablooey I don't even 2. care. The man Although it could be. deserves it a could second be. movie. He deserves a second movie. It's, it's I don't something. care if it's a Roger Corman movie. <laughs> He should, he should make another. If you give Roger Corman 20 million bucks, he could make 10 movies. If you gave Roger Corman 20 million dollars, you could make all the movies he's made again. <laughs> he, he could produce an entire like summer's worth of blockbusters. Anyway, I mean, Roger, that's not a joke. Roger Corman could take 5,000 bucks and make five new movies out of just the footage from Kablooey. Yo. <laughs> that dude is nuts. That's true. That's true. The, just the B-roll. Kelsey, do you have any questions for Morgan about the movie and his experience with it? Ask, ask, ask me any any questions. Ask me any questions. So don't let him intimidate you with his weird voices. <laughs> Why do you think you connected with this movie so so hard? Because because it's good. It's a good movie. I'm sorry. Uh, I. <laughs> That's involuntary reaction. It, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe because this man in the blue suit is the funniest thing ever put to film. Maybe because the scene of him running backwards is still the funniest thing I've seen in almost thirty years of living. Uh, I, cannot, I can't. It, it has the that perfect mid two thousands indie film feel with that weird, crisp, kind of muddy audio. The the fact that it's still shot on film and you can tell uh, mm, yeah. it has it has all these weird actors who you see in everything but they're all together in one movie. Uh, I don't know, man. It is like every single part of this really connects with me, and I think 
a part of it is, like I said, the, the sincerity of it, which is – I don't know if that's what struck me when I first saw it, but uh, I've, I've gotten this kick right now where I'm really, like, over – I don't know, like, Irony. I'm sort of – Yeah, like, um, I want to be in a post-irony society, um, which is hard for me to say because literally my, my sense of humor was formed by Space Ghost Coast to Coast, so, like, <laughs> awkward silences and <laughs> – just saying weird shit for no reason is like basically what I think is funny. But uh, I'm kind of at this point where like just someone taking themselves seriously is like really attractive. <laughs> and, <laughs> and even though this movie is goofy as hell, which is indisputable, it is very goofy and very weird. I think that it, it takes itself kind of seriously in, in what it's what it's trying to say, which is that you don't have to be an asshole. <laughs> You don't have to be. I, is fine. that the moral? It's it is now that I said that. Okay. Uh, because now I have to defend it really vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Morgan, if you're into this the whole idea of post irony, I think there's a little book you might like called Infinite Jest. <laughs> oh, I heard that that was very bad, and that that writer is bad. No. I think I think no. I heard Kelsey no. Goldman say that on a podcast. No, she did. So I guess I'm probably gonna pass on that. I said I didn't like him. Not that it was right. bad. <laughs> I think I think I heard Kelsey uh, going Kelsey Goldman say that. So I'm probably gonna probably gonna pass. I'm probably you see gonna, what I'm you've done, Kelsey. You see what you did. Yeah. You see what you did. I'm pretty sure you brought this up, Jason. We could have just passed over this. I like <laughs> Morgan. You point out the because I didn't realize until we watched it. We would like we. I didn't realize until we rewatched it this weekend that it's shot on film like that yeah. never really struck me before but it's shot on 16 millimeter film i'm pretty sure which is yeah like a movie made for this budget now would never be shot on film Mm-mm. like and so that's sort of also puts it in a weird like it, it it maybe artificially inflates the historical value of the movie <laughs> in a way it makes it feel more like a movie i would have seen as a kid yeah than uh than the I don't know. I don't really have very strong opinions on digital versus analog for filmmaking, but I think it really serves this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, and now you're all going to hear about them. Mm, give me all them juicy opinions. That one, okay, now I don't feel like it. Eh, we skipped it. <laughs> victory victory for us, Kelsey. Wait a minute. You uh, it's too it's too it's too much. Your 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 games are too complex. I can't <laughs> I can't. I yeah, can't I get outside the game. I know there's there's really not a whole lot to say about Kablooey, but man, the stuff you can say. I do good stuff. I think this is a, a thing I wrote down in my notes when we were watching it the other day, and I don't know if this is really interesting or not. But I love. I remember very clearly watching this in I think late 2008 was probably the first time we saw it. Yeah. And seeing Jeffrey Dean Morgan as yeah. as uh, the the. The, I guess the villain, kind of, in a way. Yeah, just he, he's an the he's, he's just an asshole. He's the guy that Lee Scudro was sleeping with, and I I knew then that he was he had been cast as the comedian in Watchmen. Yeah, I remember I remember just looking at him and going, "Oh, he's gonna be so great in that movie. Watchmen's <laughs> gonna be so fucking good. I can't." Wait. I rem- I remember you saying that out loud. Honestly, he's not. He's pretty good in Watchmen. Like he's still yeah. He's still I mean, good. he's only on screen for like two minutes, but <laughs> yeah. he he nails it. So it uh yeah. I mean, I didn't know him at all. I never watched. Uh, what's that show? He's the TV show he's from. I think uh, he's on Grey's, uh, Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. Is that it? Yeah, 
he had been on that show already when he was cast in this. Yeah, that show started in like 2004, right? Yeah. What? So he 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 is now, but like this is like 12 years ago. He was on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I, watch that show I didn't even think about the fact that he's on he's on The Walking Dead now. He's Negan. Yeah, yeah, he's Negan. Uh, I'm hoping a lot of uh, you know Walking Dead fans, you know, you're listening, <laughs> you're listening to the show, and you're like, "Well, I really like that guy. I like that guy who does not yeah, curse." We, we lost all uh, the Walking Dead fans last week. Yeah, I took a I took a big old shit on the Walking Dead last time. <laughs> oh man, totally needlessly too, but it's um, but it's it's how I feel. It's so so I don't think they're gonna take put much stock in anything that we say. But you, well, they still I, have I'm you, Morgan. You so you, you're still with them. So tell, let them know they need Boy. to rediscover the origin Can, of. Let's the just segue I mean, I mean into. Vegan. We'll just segue into reasons that The Walking Dead has failed as a television show, and I'm all <laughs> I'm all about that. Reason one: that awesome CGI background they used in last week's episode. <laughs> Did you watch that? No, but I saw it on on oh. up on on Twitter. Had people making fun it's... of the show for having a cheap ass. The episode Sky before that, tomorrow ass green screen. <laughs> the episode before that, they used literally a piece of paper, like uh, like an like a fifties western. Uh, <laughs> used like a matte as, painting. Yeah, but just in a door frame to paint the inside of a house. Oh, and really? it looked it looked like a small child had been. <laughs> it's very bad. It's literally, obviously, just a piece of paper. Uh. <laughs> I'm not. It's there. Look it up. Go- Google it. Google that <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's so good. Um, but I, I don't. <laughs> anyway, this, this is this is the ten minutes Walking Dead hate part of the podcast. Yeah, it's fine. Let's talk about its its incredibly functional dialogue. And uh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Drop the anvil. It's done. Derailed. Oh, that, that, that was that was a bad one, even for the anvil. God, that is a funny sound. See, this is what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, Kablooey is flawless. <laughs> listen, listen. As uh, I think Hitchcock once said, uh, you know, the greatest movies you can show them to Japan. They don't care if they can't understand what's happening with the the language. They can just see it. Listen, if you took every line of dialogue, Hitchcock out was of so wrote this Hitchcock in my was so I was eloquent. Like, this you should know? be a silent <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> if if you took every single line of dialogue out of this movie, you would still know exactly what's going on every I, every second. I wrote. That the visuals are just so fucking great, and I want it to be a silence film. That's actually not a. That's like I didn't think about that, but there's a lot of even early on. There's a lot of, and I wrote this phrase down, and I kind of hate myself for it. A uh, visual economy in the storytelling. <laughs> like you think about how they basically introduce the fact that Salmon and Lisa Kudrow's husband are brothers. Is it's a long pan down a wall of family photos, and at the very, very end, off in the corner, isn't like a very shoddily hung poster of. Salmon and his brother like sort of tilted to the side, so you can't really <laughs> tell who it is. Which How sa- about the which says the so reveal. much about their relationship than so much more yeah. than you could say in dialogue, really. Yes, the reveal of Salmon's brother's portrait by the <laughs> dining room table is also one of cinema's crowning achievements. Where he's like, "Oh," and it's this literal twelve foot behemoth <laughs> painting that changes expression as Salmon becomes a better and better person. Uh, <laughs> Um, there is the fact that you can discern, well, actually, the scene where you find out that, uh, uh, Phoebe, God bless America, what the fuck is, Lisa Kudrow's (laughs) character is cheating on Salmon's brother is told entirely without dialogue, 
Salmon getting confirmation that that's happening with the condom spilling out of her purse entirely without dialogue. You can figure out what the kids are doing. God, just mute the television when they're on anyway. Um, it's every single great big moment, the, the, the old man getting his thermos back, it's all almost all visual. Um, and that's why Interstellar 5,555 <laughs> oh, is actually the best movie of all oh, time. Oh, uh, second only to that, and we'll talk about that next time on the podcast for another show. You ready for that? You ready for that, Kelsey? The uh, anime music video movies set to Daft Punk songs. Oh God. It's a perfect movie. It's actually really it's good. It's a perfect movie. Um, but now all I can think about is like getting a, like a, a, a Mad Max Fury Road style like re-release of Kablooey like all in black and white with no dialogue. You gotta have no, the color because no, the no, blue. No, no, no. It has. You have to have the Kablooey has to be blue. Yeah. I, I just want to go back and like the way they used to color old silent fi- like black and white films where they just paint <laughs> each individual the- frame. That posturized yeah, kind of Yeah, that awful, like, shaky, post-posterized. like, weird-looking... That. We just need trip, that. Trip to the moon style. And they, exactly. George Melies. So... George Melies Kablooey. Out there, <laughs> if you have the ability to make this happen for us... Listen, do we have... Listen, listen. Is there a soundtrack for Kablooey? Because we could really do this ourselves. Yes. Uh, I... I have the soundtrack. It's very good. <laughs> Uh, the magic bullets are in this movie. They only did one real album, and the best song from that album is in this movie. Listen, look up Heatstroke by the Magic Bullets. This is from the album A Child But In Life, Yet A Doctor In Love. Uh, it's a very good album, and it's a great song. Has some, uh, are they the band that does the song that happens in the climax when he's running down the street? No, that is, uh, No, uh, that is the song that plays over the end credits. The people. Well, no, there's this, the song that plays over the end credits is the um, is Wraith oh. into the Mace and other games by uh, um, of Montreal or whatever that band is. Yes, the climactic uh, song is the, the song from Outback. Yeah, the the Outback Steakhouse theme song. Thank you. Yes. Oh, but this came out before that, was... that ad campaign, so. Um... <laughs> this is probably where they got it. I now back steakhouse ad exec after a, a long night of partying with cocaine and strippers and games of chance, Russian roulette, kicks back in his hotel room. What's he got there? What's on demand? Kablooey, two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'm just gonna fall asleep anyway. But he doesn't fall asleep. He's so riveted by this portrait of America as it was, as she was. As she is, because it's 2007, she... that he, <laughs> he calls up of Montreal and I guess gives them a bunch of money to use their song in a fucking steak commercial. Drop, drop the anvil. Drop the anvil. Oh, don't you, don't you, no, you don't tell me what to do. This is my show. <laughs> Our show. Not today. <laughs> I can't, I honestly, I'm, I am driving myself crazy right this there, Oh my God. <laughs> I hope that comes across on the show as clearly I, uh, yes, as it does on Yes, I'm that. certain it does. I can see again. I can see the audio spiking whenever I do that. Uh, thank you. Oh my god, I cannot. I think it might be Erasure. Uh, that does the. Uh, I've never been to Iceland, but I passed it on my way to Holland. As Kablooey runs to confront the villain in his yeah. 
den of sex and sin and, and passes every single character he's met on the way and somehow yes. follows him to his, the, ho- the hotel room? In seconds. I mean, I imagine there's probably only one motel out of this town. Fair. Let's yeah. go with that. Someone someone had, took issue with that during the viewing this week, and uh, I didn't really have a good answer for it. Oh, when uh, Mr. Fromage just shows up at the hotel. Should we explain who Mr. Fromage is, or is that not <laughs> worth it no. going into? There needs to be mysteries for the viewer. That's mysteries. right. Exactly. This, these are these are enticing breadcrumb, breadcrumbs we're lying for you. <laughs> I, man, I can't get these words out at all, but you, you all know what I'm saying. Fill in the joke yourselves. Basically, you, got, you need to go watch this movie because it's a very, it's a very unique visual experience. Is this that the first time? This is the first time you guys have not like one of you has not like kind of resented having experienced the media. <laughs> well, I mean, you you may not have heard our Pride and Prejudice episode, which was very positive for us. Very positive, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I I will say it partially for me. Uh, I shouldn't really talk because I have seen this movie many many times before. Whereas Kelsey was the one who was being introduced to it, so. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's fair. Kelsey, Kelsey, did you have anything you wanted to say about Kablooey that we haven't covered yet? Um, I think in my notes, I was like, other than it being just like a very awesome visual experience, as I've said, there, I was like, this is kind of stupid, but it's really funny to me. And fuck God, it. It's so good. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell Just you weren't. Like I could tell go. you weren't really feeling it until you put the costume on. Yeah. No. Like it, most people don't. Nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. To put on the mask. <laughs> in the in the twenty minutes leading up to that, I was like, I really would just wanted to punch those kids. Oh, they're yeah. so they're so terrible. <laughs> uh, the the first four minutes though are flawless, uh, in how they introduce, uh, fucking. What's her Lisa Kudrow's character, uh, Scott Pendergrass character, and the kids, their situation. They took all the information you need for this movie, first four minutes. Boom. Uh, you, you see what kind of person Salmon is, uh, how much of a fuck-up he is. You see how, how messed up Lisa Kudrow is without uh, her husband around, without uh, just with these kids who have literally got her trapped in a closet. Um, I don't know. I it's, love uh, the shot of... Salmon, I guess, getting kicked out of his old apartment, which is yes, told again, again, non-verbally through a shot of him sitting on a couch in it's his underwear, loops. eating, eating. Is it Fruit Loops? It's Fruit Loops. While while two women in goth makeup scream at him, very angrily. <laughs> so you have no idea what is the cause of their anger, but I totally There's just a... remembered the laminating scene, oh, nah. <laughs> which I very much so good. enjoyed. That did not the only. Been before I actually use a lamination machine, which I did in my job a few years ago, and it is it's so beautiful. satisfying. I completely understand why he did all that laminating. It's so that's good. very relatable. There is, there is an actual, there is actually a deleted scene with those two potentially angry goth lesbians yeah. uh, kicking him out of his house. It feels like there, there should be. Yeah, there's quite a lot there. It's really though quite... fun, funnier to me, especially in hindsight, knowing that those characters are never explained, and we never go back <laughs> to get more clarification on what happened there. Uh, they're not even credited, I don't believe, in the in the final cut. Well, they had no lines, so yeah, who cares? They're, they're glorified extras. Get them out of there. You know, they, everyone, they all had a part. To, everyone had a part to play in making this movie. It's uh, it, it's kind of uh, it bums me out that all so many of the actors in it like 
know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is now on that show we were talking about. Um, the girl who plays Mr. Fromage. Angela Serafian. Is now, I, from what I understand, a character on Westworld? Did you not see Westworld? <laughs> I've never seen Westworld, no. What? Me neither. Are you... Uh, oh. <laughs> Do we start the podcast Why, over? Is it, is, it, is it good? <laughs> All right, so let's stop this uh you guys oh, go I'm watch so glad you didn't know about that before we agreed to do this oh my god wow i'm very upset <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... oh. you can come back we can do westworld we just gotta Kelsey, don't no i don't want to watch westworld or i would have watched I don't it what i mean I, I mean i hear it's just like a rip off of that show humans right i'm gonna i'm gonna find you i'm gonna find you wherever you are i'm gonna put you under the ground i'm gonna do it I'm going to put you under the ground, Jason. Well, this has been was the that, season finale. Was that too was life. that too real? Okay, sorry guys. I'm not really going to murder Jason. This is a special uh, two-parter episode where I end up in a glass coffin underground with only 30 minutes of air left while Kelsey rushes to find me. Jeez, you guys. Jeez, Louise. But yeah, no, I will you, kill you. You may have Just... gone you may have gone a bit far in some places. <laughs> some <laughs> He said some beautiful things. Listen, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All the viewers out there who felt afraid for Jason's life, I've had plenty of opportunities to end it. I haven't yet. That's true. If Morgan, uh, if Morgan wanted me dead, he, I would be dead long ago. That's, long, that's, that's long ago. Absolutely true. You know, I've never really thought about it before, but you really have had a lot of opportunities to kill me. What were we talking about before this? Westworld and how it's a Westworld. bullshit rip off of humans. The, uh, <sighs> actors. God. Oh, yeah. It makes me... <sighs> It I'm makes so me upset. it makes me sad that so many people even Lisa Kudrow's done pretty well for herself. And yeah. Scott Pendergrass has not made another movie. Well, he has uh produced and written. He wrote for Wilfred uh he oh, was actually in he was in Silicon Silicon Valley. Really? Well, that's that's uh, going he, on still. He was also uh he was making that this Gina Davis show. Scott Bakula was in it, uh, but the didn't get picked up as a pilot. Oh, but, but like even stuff. like Lisa, like you know, Lisa. These other people have had major roles in big, yeah. big projects, and even Lisa Kudrow's had like a couple. I feel like TV shows built around her since then. Scott yeah. Pendergrass, even if you don't love Kablooey, which I don't know why you wouldn't. There's no reason not to. Even if you don't love it, you, like he he deserves like at least like a second feature. Like it's that yeah. at least that good. No, it, it, the problem it, with the dialogue. We've established that you can just mute the whole movie and it would yeah. still be good. Scott, if you're listening, um, see if you can get like. I know it's a few years old now, but like, there's got to be something to this wave of like the artist won best picture at the Oscars. Man, silent films are back. They're back. <laughs> we can do it. Kablooey silent re-release. Or just make I your own. It. Make your own. I mean, I want that too. Or make Scott make your own silent movie. Yeah, I'll go see some... that day day one. <laughs> Take Kablooey, you know, get the genius of Harold Lloyd, you know, you combine those two things, you know, you got yourself a film serial, guys. It's true. Hey, Scott, it's a new media, new media, man. <laughs> new media. Sorry, I take it back. Uh, new media. Uh, you know, YouTube's right there. You can make your own but, uh, two reeler, two reelers on YouTube. <laughs> Send YouTube them to the reelers. There's something. There's something there. There's something there. Something there. There is. Is we'll, that we'll is that anything? YouTube reelers? Is that anything? Uh, That's nothing. I'm sorry. Go oh, on. Go oh, on. Oh. oh, 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 oh. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, and also, you know, he wasn't Hottie and the Naughty. <laughs> I don't know what oh he's boy. doing now. I don't know what Was he's doing. Was that the Paris Hilton vehicle? Yes. <laughs> the Paris Hilton vehicle. I think That's it was Paris it was. Hilton and the weird guy from Avatar. I don't know. Have you seen Kelsey? You've seen Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog, right? Yes. He no way. That's the guy from Big Bang Theory. Joel Joel Moore. Joel David Moore. Oh. He was in the first Hatchet, Morgan. If you remember seeing him in that, he gets his he arm ripped off at the else. end. Uh, didn't see the. He's first basically one. like the real actor version of the guy of the the other white nerd in the big bang theory oh howard i've never seen that that's okay good you're untainted i will i probably (laughs) yeah i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk shit about big bang theory but i'm also never gonna watch it it's okay it's okay we're all past it it's amazing how many like if you anytime so Facebook's on this day function has been mostly a tool for me to a uh, doubt my essential continuity as a person, right. and b see all the times my friends post about how fucking funny Big Bang Theory was in two thousand eight uh, and two thousand nine. Really? Like oh, like like I mean I give Sarah a lot of shit for this because she did it a lot, but like a bunch of other people I see on there like even, I don't even know what, like how this keeps coming up, but people love that show. Uh, who? <laughs> Um, um, I mean, you don't have to name names. You know, you don't have to name them. You don't have to name and shame them. It's Blake. I mean, it's Blake. It's Blake. <laughs> Blake Irvin. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what is he stupid or something? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What is he? Um. Um. Stupid. <laughs> Dumb guy. <laughs> he likes trash. Got him. <laughs> he likes eating trash. <laughs> He's a big old trash eater. Um, but uh, how I met your mother is also incredibly bad. Okay, um, well, so it was good to have any, you on. Anyone, um, anyone who watched that show, did, did, you, be, did uh, you have anything you wanted to plug over. before we uh, we uh, we we wrap up here? Uh, there's gonna be <laughs> in the future, but there isn't right now. <laughs> that's not it's <laughs> not a bit I cool man uh, so i got nothing everyone check I got... that out give it like it on facebook <laughs> no I guess. no don't look that up it's not a thing is no uh no this is the this is the part this is the part where um me or kelsey recommends something to you oh morgan does that mean I'm on every episode of the show? No, oh, no. <laughs> we don't. Am I? We recommend it to the guest, not to. Ju- well, I guess we can just start oh. doing one for the guest and one for you every episode. Oh. What's my? You're what's one, the, one that you recommend to Morgan each episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start building up as a series of shout outs. So like, Alice. Oh, we haven't yeah. shout out to Alice this time. Oh, uh, Alice is the girl who always agrees with me when you're wrong about television. Al- uh, she's got a, she's got a good head on her shoulders. I'll give her that. Alice Sense Eight is terrible, and you're right for not liking it. I I I'm respect you, show. Alice. Damn, that's that's we not we're not going there. We're listen. We're we're going straight to Sense Eight. Alice, you're right. It's bad. It's not good. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got to say about it. Do you have anything else you want to <laughs> say just to Alice about anything in general? I hang in there, Alice. It'll be all right. Because Alice is like I, is I like don't... is like Scott Pendergrass, and that we know she will hear this. So anything you want to get across to her, she's your biggest uh, fan. She, did, she certainly is. Uh, well, I made you and Sarah watch uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is kind of the same era, 
comedy. It's not like the same feeling, but I and it's a little. I think it's quirky and and also sincere at some at times, but like just satiric enough. <laughs> but it's like a but mockumentary, the, uh, the, so it's like the Kirsten Dunst movie. Yeah, do you hate it? No, but I was gonna make a, a fart sound, but <laughs> I d- I just wanted to. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's good. I'm sorry. It's it's not. Um, I didn't give either of us enough time to to prep for this section, so we might just not <laughs> might not leave this part in anymore. No. Yeah. You know, it's fine. I think I'll watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's really funny, and I tell you, like we watched it. Um, we did a we watched the movie Heather's before that, which I I'd, I'd never seen either of Ooh. them. Have you seen Heather's Morgan? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I, I love my my dead Heather Heather's dead gay son. Yeah, Heather's is terrible. Heather's has aged so poorly. Really? I thought people liked it more now than they did when it came out. Well, because they saw it then, and they and they think it they now think it's like prescient because because it's, oh. it's a funny oh. movie about kids killing each other with guns, and mm. it's really not funny. And the the tone is really weird and does not work at all. Boy, you're really alienating a. Uh, 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 Kimmy Fiorentino. Yeah, Kimmy. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Kimmy's gotten this far. But Drop Dead Gorgeous <laughs> is a funny movie about murder. And then yeah, and then, and then we watched Drop Dead Gorgeous right afterwards, which is also like a, a dark comedy about people killing each other, and it's treated <laughs> lightly and humorously. But it, it works, and it's. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying watch both those movies because Heather's is garbage and you shouldn't I w- watch it. I, w- I will never watch Heather's. <laughs> but Drop Dead Gorgeous is like can't. is a very like charming. Uh, Actually, it's rare to actually have a funny dark comedy. Yeah, and it, I always thought yeah. Drop Dead Gorgeous was a rom com. I think I, the the name is so like, but the thing is like, if it was a rom com, it would be like several layers removed from reality. Whereas the Drop yeah. Dead Gorgeous title <laughs> in this case is essentially literal. Like, it's not even really yeah. ironic. <laughs> it's just a I don't, du- I, yeah. I, all I knew about it was Kirsten Dunst was in it, and it came out when I was like twelve. Yeah, Allison Janney's uh, in it. Allison Janney's in it. Ellen Barkin. It's Amy Adams' first movie. So it, yeah, if you're into that, Brittany go nuts. Any uh, Amy Adams of, of the movie Arriving? Oh yeah, getting there. I know that movie. <laughs> oh, I love getting there. <laughs> getting there. Colon aliens coming. <laughs> I see that movie. Get, and coming next year. Getting there too. Still getting it. <laughs> getting it. I, it's not funny. That's not a joke. I'm Denny, sorry. Denny Villeneuve's getting it. <laughs> From the director of Dune. I'm sorry. This is nothing. I'm just. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know why that was words. funny. I don't know. I, I don't it's, know why I thought the, that um, was so funny. I apologize to Kelsey and the listeners. I, I just sort of know, <laughs> sort of instinctively, like the series of words that will make Morgan laugh, even if, even if there's like no thought or like actual wit behind them. Just say, just say words funny. I, I it's die a, every time. It, it's I just mean, saying words funny is like the purest form of comedy, right? Yeah. Outside of like actual <laughs> physical humor. No, I think Action. I think. It, <laughs> I, like you position, I like you positioned physical humor as the the purest, truest form of humor. <laughs> you can't get that, no funnier Roger, than a kick in the balls. <laughs> I'm sorry, Roger's on fall downstairs. It's fucking hilarious. That's true. <laughs> that's, I think that's, I think that's Kelsey the first may be joke. Right. That's the first joke. <laughs> that's the first joke. Okay, I think we've about covered everything we need to cover here. Uh, Morgan, did you sorry, have any, America? Did you have any final? <laughs> America's so not going to hear this. She's not even <laughs> returning my calls. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about Kablooey? 
Oh, God, it! I wanted to quote that Johnny Cash song so bad. Which one? Um, Which one? Uh, I can't even think of the name. Old Glory? I don't know. Uh, listen, you guys, just watch Kablooey. It's good. Um, Do it. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's it's flawless. It's a perfect movie. It's 86 minutes. You're going to spend a lot of time on Facebook getting mad anyway. Just watch Kablooey. It's good. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. That's a, that's a good argument. I like that. Yeah. yeah that's strong. Fine. It's short. It's very short. It's a blistering 86 minutes. <laughs> All right, Morgan, thanks for coming on. This has been good. I think it went <laughs> about as well as we could have hoped. It was better than, better than ever. All right, well, um, uh, signing I'll, off. I'll, you, for, I'm sorry. I'm sorry were you going to sign off first? You, you want to go ahead? I, I, don't have a, I don't have a good sign off. I don't have I'm not. say your name. This has been a... I don't know. Forget this. You know what? I'm out. That's, <laughs> Drop that's the anvil. Morgan Stewart. That, that's Morgan that... Stewart. Morgan Stewart, coming to you live from the mountains. That... God bless you. Good night. That was Morgan Stewart. I it's Morgan uh, Stewart. Am, he, he's still Morgan Stewart, and I'm still Jason Edwards. And I am currently Kelsey Goldman. Happy holidays, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up only I can mention me Only I can mention me Only I can mention me So this is what uh, we in the business would call uh, an air check uh, Except it's not, because it isn't uh, And you can tell that it's not by the way that it is By the way that it isn't And you know where it's going, because you know where it isn't Where it's not, where it doesn't Kill me Come on. Come on. I want you to kill me. Come on. Come on.